0: Hey, Sophia. What's up? Are you ready to rewind? No. Well, get ready, because we're going to look back on the last four episodes that we've recorded. Ooh. I know. How so? Well, we've received a lot of comments and stories and updates from some of our listeners. All 12 of them? All 12 of them. uh, About some of the the subjects that we've talked about in our last four episodes. And I thought it would be really important to share what our listeners are talking about or thinking about.
1: Yeah. I'm down for that business.
0: I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. I want this to be an open conversation with everybody. And this is a really great way to do that.
1: Yeah. Our listeners should be involved.
0: Absolutely. All 12 of you. All 12
1: of you. Love y'all.
0: So let's start with uh, episode one. Yes. Where we talked about... Slang. 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 Also, our best episode. For sure. It's It really sucks that we peaked at episode uh, one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> For sure. It really sucks. We just really were shooting so high. We were, and yeah. then... And then just killed it. Yeah. It's, it's okay. okay. It's alright. If nothing else, this is
0: a fantastic uh, little time capsule yes. of our time together as a mother-daughter... Insert high five. Insert high five. Okay, so if we start at episode one. Yes. Where we talked about slang. Yes. Our listener Lori had a very interesting, or some interesting insight Mm -hmm. into interviewing at your age. Right. My theory was that your age group, your generation, was going to be incapable of Of holding or of getting a job due to the fact that you cannot complete a sentence without misusing or overusing the word like. Yes. She commented that she believes that not to be true. And here's why. Because, theoretically, your generation will be interviewing with other people in your generation. Right. How do you feel about that? I feel
1: that she is very wise (laughs) because neither of us thought about that no I had no no I I had no thought I think that you've always taught me well my brother and myself and honestly all my friends too she'll just come in my room and lecture us for fun sometimes (laughs) but I've always been taught that there's a formal way to speak and there's an informal way Yes. The way that I talk with my friends is not the way that I talk with my boss or with my teachers, my professors. Right. So that's how I've always been taught. it does get easier with me being so young because I'm not really interviewing for any job that's serious. Mm-hmm. The job that I have currently was a really easy process because the people that I work with are in my age group. Right. The oldest person that works there is 27 years old. Right. And it's not a career. Whereas the internship that I'm trying to get, that's going to be somebody who's, that's their career. That's their livelihood that they're right, including you in.
0: Yes. It will most likely be somebody in my generation. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but when you're interviewing with law enforcement, which you will be doing, I would assume that because of their background, they're going to want somebody who is more formal and has an air of respect around right. how they're speaking. So if you walked in using like or literally incorrectly, you're probably not going to show the best sides of yourself. Right. Or like that's my assumption. Yeah. At least. Um, quick side note. Yes. I also received a very kind comment about you, and I don't remember who it was from, but it was a face-to-face comment from one of our listeners, and this person said that they were absolutely surprised at how well you speak. Oh my goodness! From the podcast? From the podcast. Wow! I know, and I my entire body filled with pride.
1: Well, you know, I that's not the first time I've gotten that. My best friend, love her to death. She's not listening to this, but I still love her. Her, I met her father. I've been friends with her for, I'm going to say almost 10 years. Like, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. And I met her father for the first time last semester. Mm-hmm. And we went to dinner. And he told Evan that he was impressed with the way that I could speak about serious conversations. Because oh. he himself is a boomer. So he was like how do you feel about overpopulation and how do you feel about people being so open? And I was like, let me tell you how I feel. Right. And he was, he told Evan that he was very impressed Mm -hmm. with my thoughts and how I processed them and how well I spoke. Bravo. Bravo.
0: Ooh. Yes. This leads me directly into our next, um, comment.
1: Yes. Let me know. I'm ready for it. Okay. Perfect. The tea. You want the tea? I want the I tea. Have, I have the receipts. Perfect. That was good. That was good. Oh, thank good you. Good job. Okay. A whole ass mood. <laughs> oh
0: my god. <laughs> so this uh, listener, yes, who would like to remain nameless, right, wanted you to know that she is a boomer. Perfect. And she listened to our podcast and said that she feels. Very, very excited about your generation. Really? Yes. How and, so? Well, she has a lot of hope for your generation mm-hmm. because she feels like you guys are the most open-minded mm-hmm. and the most free in thought, I mm-hmm. guess. She described it so much better and I wish I would have had her <laughs> write it down. Yeah. Because the way that she was telling me about this made me f- also feel very hopeful for yeah. you guys. Uh, a lot of people are very critical of your generation. Mm-hmm. I think that older people are always critical of the younger generation. Yeah,
1: like I said, I think it was the first one that I we talked about the yes. generations. Every the okay boomer. Right. You, like the generation before your generation was like those kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's always that older generation. It's been that way.
0: Yes, although I do feel like you guys are a little special in the sense that and I almost blame the hipsters for this. I really do. <laughs> I feel like this started with the hipsters. And I don't know where the hipsters fit into all of this as far as generations are concerned. But I feel like the hipsters were the first ones to blur the um I talk about
1: like hippies? No, no, or no like hipsters. Hipsters. Okay. With the beards and the pipes and Yeah, when you, you know... said hip- hipsters, I thought hippies and I was like that what? No,
0: I I yeah. We're gonna talk about that when we talk about women's liberation and the civil rights movement and burning your bras and things like that. But as far as, uh, your generation being the most open-minded, I feel like that started with the hipsters. Yeah. Uh, they were the first ones that I really saw blurring, um, gender lines Mm -hmm. and blurring, uh, just all of those stereotypical boxes that we all try and shove ourselves into. Right. Hipsters were the first ones to break out of those boxes and grab a ukulele and smoke a pipe. Right. I was super annoyed by hipsters but now looking back on that fad or trend, I feel really grateful for them Mm -hmm. because they were the first ones to make it okay for men to wear pink. Right. And I feel like we're going to get a lot of comments on that. For sure. But That, it really was the first time that I saw Mm -hmm. things being blended.
1: And you were from somewhere that wasn't super hardcore on things. You grew up with hippies. Yeah, I grew up in... Like, in that kind of realm. Like, you didn't grow up in, like, a very straightforward, this is what's this, this is what's that. Well, sort of. I grew up in two two places. Uh,
0: So... I grew up in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Hippie. That's a hippie town. I, I Your grew...
1: parents were in a cult. Yes. Hippie town, baby. Okay. Hippie town.
0: But if you let me finish. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, it is true that I was baptized in a cult. Yes. And not a scary one. Not a scary not one. Not a scary one. Nobody drank any Kool-Aid. Maybe. Everybody survived. Yeah, no one but died. it, it yeah. was the 70s and... Um, I was raised in Santa Cruz. However, my entire family is from San Francisco and my family, even though we lived in Santa Cruz, they worked in the Silicon Valley. Mm. And so my father worked for Lockheed Martin on the space program. Mm -hmm. Um, he was a calibrator, a scientific calibrator, Mm -hmm. um, And my mother was very much involved in the early development of computers. Mm -hmm. And so I had this background of running around naked in the forest and also being (laughs) expected to know how to sit at a table with adults and speak correctly and be able to be part of the conversation without looking like an ass. I also, it was important to my family that I knew how to set a table and how to
1: use the right fork, how to be polite. But I was, I feel like for my ama and my aunt, like that's how I, I know how to set at a table and be polite. Yes. And I was, when I think about who taught me that, I don't necessarily think you and my dad. I really think my grandma, my mm-hmm. ama. hmm because she j- just gets down your throat about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's really important to... It was important to that side of the family. So yeah. that, And it still is to me, too. And in, in fact, I was just telling somebody about um, a prospective person that I was thinking about dating. And what l- kind of turned me on to this person was that, according to their dating profile, it looked like... They could not only be really comfortable in a camping,
1: cozy, woodsy right.
0: situation. Just vibing. But they also looked like they could go to a White House dinner and not be out of place.
1: I've al- You always said, I need you to be able mm-hmm. to do your own thing. But if the president invites you over, you need to know how to be present yes that didn't really all make a whole bunch of sense no i got you okay cool like i've just i've always said like good old max boyfriend mm-hmm. gotta love him i remember telling him you have to know if the president called you right now and said you gotta come over for dinner you have to be able to sit yourself down and know what you're doing and look great yes you can't eat how he eats no, or my little brother. Can I say his name? Sure, Milo. Insert eye roll. Yeah, I think
0: that that's part of being sixteen. But yeah, also, <laughs> uh, and not just the president, but any sort of formal situation. If you're, if the CEO of your company invites you out for a business oh, dinner yeah. and you don't know how to act appropriately in a five star restaurant, yeah, not only are you embarrassing yourself, but you're probably not going to get that promotion or no. whatever it is that you're you trying to get.
1: Your company doesn't want to represent somebody right. who can't handle themselves. Right. Which
0: leads us back to my original hypothesis that right. if your generation can't hold down a conversation without slang right, or filler words or misuse of words, then it's going to be really hard for you guys to get those promotions or jobs or whatever it is that you're trying to get
1: yeah
0: although i do believe that our listener Lori has a really good point which is that when you guys get to those points you're probably in your life those points in your life you're probably going to be going up against people who are in your same generation right now i think that the fact that you can hold down a conversation without filler words um is really important and i'm glad that you can do that yeah i hope that your brother catches up with you
1: He's gonna get there. He's gonna get there. We've all we've all been there, Milo. Love you. Oh my goodness.
0: All right. So um, no one reached out to us as far as our second episode, which I believe was oh time travel.
1: Oh, forgot we did that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> regret and all of that. Um, I will tell you though that by the time this episode is. Published?
1: Yeah. Aired? I don't know. <laughs> on Spotify? <laughs>
0: yeah. By the time we release this episode, I am going to try and have a picture of Sophia's short haircut when she was in seventh grade. That. I... <sighs> a lot of people have reached out and said, can you get a picture up on. Will we talked about s- that. Social media. Yep. Yeah, so that we can see this horrific haircut. I think
1: I have a picture.
0: Will you send it to me so yeah. I can put it on social media?
1: I can't believe that that's a thing. I.
0: Oh you guys are gonna see how cute she was. I wasn't.
1: It's literally the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Ew, really? Yeah. Worse than a mullet. Yeah. I, I think so. it's worse. I, I th- thought so. I think it's worse. Okay.
0: That awkward pause right there was her wanting to say yes. Um oh my god. Episode three no. was about going back to school. Yes. And we had this ridiculous tangent about our fits and how I, which one of us look homeless the most.
1: Where did we go that I called you out on your homelessness? We went out to eat somewhere. Did we not?
0: I don't remember. I remember. we got
1: phones. So, we were getting new cell phones, because <laughs> my mom, for sure, desperately needed an upgrade. And I needed one as well. So we went. I don't like spending money on cell phones. You don't like spending money on anything except for bills. I mean, you don't like spending money on that, but you have <laughs> I to. I can't wait to spend money on stud. <laughs> yes! Electricity!
0: I just think it's a waste because they go to hell a year and a half into the contract and you still owe for another year and a half. So we are now leasing cell phones so that every year we have a brand new cell phone. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Anyways, we're, we're in
1: public. We're in public. What were you even... You were wearing her... What are those? New Balance... Tore up 17,000-year-old shoes, leggings, and what? a Like, this fit right here, pretty much. <laughs> a tank top that probably said, coffee first. Leggings. Cropped. My fa- I think that what really... The only thing that really bothers me, because you look at it all the time. I hate you. No, it's very true. I wouldn't lie, I don't have time for lies. <laughs> the thing that bothers me, and not just you just do this, like everyone who does this, is when, listen here, imagine this, listeners, you're wearing the three-quarter length leggings that are at your calves. You put your Uggs on, and there's a gap between your leggings and your Uggs. My mom is the CEO of that company <laughs> right there. She loves it. She thrives off of it.
0: You know I'm nice. I think that it's a personal style choice that
1: I have made. I know your style and that's not it. You cannot tell me that you worked for Bobby Brown and Nordstrom and that is your style. You're, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You're better than that. Here's
0: my style. My style is that I have perfectly good yoga pants, which I have purchased for hot yoga because it's 109 degrees in the room. And yes, they're cropped because it's hot yoga. I'm getting all defensive again. I hate it when you make me do this. Or when I, mean, I allow you I, to I, do this to me. But anyway, anything. I spent good money on good yoga pants for hot yoga when it's 109 <sighs> degrees outside, and I'm not going to go out. Thank you. I'm not going to go out and spend extra money on extra yoga pants just to make you feel good about
1: yourself. Well, I don't care what you wear. I'm just I letting feel like you, you
0: really care.
1: I don't. It's just funny when you're like, you look homeless, and I know I look homeless, and then I look at you, and you're in your puffer jacket <laughs> with cropped leggings so and anyway, fake uggs with the gap. Any way. I feel like we're both equally homeless. We know how to dress up, and we need we know fix how, to be, that. how to be homeless. Okay, well, maybe that's okay, because we that's just talked about... That's what I just about... said. We know how to, we know we how know to how stunt, do it we know how to have the good fits, and then we also know how to be homeless. Yes. Sometimes there's just not enough time in the day to think about it.
0: Or I'm doing things like changing out a water heater and I don't want to wear my nice jeans.
1: Or I haven't done laundry in 3 weeks cuz I have <laughs> no <new> money. <laughs> you know. Oh Good. Yeah. Whatever. I pulled out some those star leggings from Marshalls the oh, other day. Oh, man oh man. You
0: you know that, <laughs> that life is not being taken care of when you're wearing the star leggings. That's not. It was They're not it. they're black leggings with like pleather stars all over them it's ridiculous <laughs> i wore them to the gym oh lord it was awful okay anyways anyway we i'm sorry about that tangent the point is that pe- what was the point of that let me tell you okay cool the point is is that people would also like to see the origin or the the outfit pictures that we talked about in that episode that we were going to post and never have
1: got it what was i wearing i was wearing my mom jeans with the shoelace
0: yeah, and I don't care what else, because that's the part that annoys me the okay, most. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, so we we will do our best to post these pictures for you guys on social media. Yes. So that everybody can judge and comment or whatever it is that you need to do. So that we can feel validated in our outfit choices.
1: 100%.
0: Alright, moving on.
1: Moving on.
0: What was her name, Sophia? <sighs> Episode four, (laughs) we were talking about Valentine's Day, we were talking about uh, the proposal, proposal. what what I do, what
1: my dream Valentine's Day is, just Valentine's
0: Day, rom-coms, right, rom-coms in general, my favorite, you lost your mind trying to figure out this person's name, and her name is? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock.
1: I love you. I know you're not listening, Sandra Bullock, but I'm really. Maybe sorry. she
0: is. Maybe she picked this up and was like, "This is the best podcast I've ever Maybe heard in my we're life." We're
1: gonna be friends.
0: Maybe she's reaching out to us right now.
1: Ring ring. Hello. Sandra. Sandra. Thank you for being an amazing actress. The Proposal is probably one is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I was on Instagram one day and I saw a picture. And literally in my dorm room with my roommate sleeping, I yelled, it's Sandra Bullock. And I texted my mom and I said, it's Sandra Bullock. Her name is Sandra Bullock. And she was like, yeah. I know. I know. I felt very proud though. Yes. Because I forgot about it until I saw her. Right. And thank you to
0: all of our listeners who commented uh, that her name is Sandra Bullock.
1: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I promise I'm smart.
0: (laughs) We appreciate that. Um. All right. So also with episode 4. Yes. Episode 4 our Valentine's Day episode. There were a ton of comments about the Valentine's Day episode. Really? Yes. People were hecka triggered. Hecka triggered about what? Side note, we didn't talk about hecka or hella in the slang episode. No, we did not. It's not really a thing right now. Well, it's we're 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 getting off track again. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. So back to Valentine's Day, a lot of people were super triggered. And here is what I have decided.
1: Wait, what were they triggered about?
0: I'm going to tell you. okay, cool. Here's what I've decided about Valentine's Day. Based on these conversations that I've had with multiple people, mainly women, and the comments that we received via email, Facebook, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Women wander around... Hating Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Ugh, I hate Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. It's the Mm -hmm. worst holiday. Right. My hypothesis is that the reason that they hate Valentine's Day is because their partners have convinced them that it's a pointless, made-up, hallmark holiday. And the men in their lives, or the partners in their, their lives, don't want to participate. And so the women then say... Yeah, you're right. It's stupid. I don't want to do anything or I don't Don't want
1: that ladies. Right.
0: And then they walk around feeling really resentful because what they really would like is for their partner to do something for them on Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, but they don't want to be that girl. So they shove it down in the darkest pit of their stomach, and they walk around feeling really, really annoyed and angry yeah. that their co-worker got flowers for Valentine's Day, but they didn't because they told their partner that they didn't want anything. Mm-hmm. And then the partner, usually men, will say something like, Well, you told me you didn't want anything. So it's a jumbled miscommunication mm-hmm. between two people who are trying to make each other happy On a, on a... holiday that i will very much admit is a very stressful holiday for for men it's stressful for men Mm -hmm. because men are trying to figure out what to do for their ladies and i would like to personally say again Mm -hmm. ladies yes tell your partner what you want yes be open be honest be specific Send emails with attachments. Yes. Give a variety of options. In different price ranges. In different price ranges. Perfect. And
1: give them plenty of time. And if they come back at you, like, how, like no. If they have attitude or something. Why would you want that? Valentine's Day is stupid. Why would, you, why would you want to be with that? Well, yeah. Why would you want to be with
0: that? Or a more mature way to look at it is just to have an honest conversation with your partner. You call me childish? I'm saying that there's a difference between an 18-year-old and a 41-year-old. There is a difference in looking at a relationship from an 18-year-old's perspective versus a 41-year-old's perspective. 41-year-old's perspective. Hopefully. 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 I'm sure there's 41-year-olds out there that are still acting like 18-year-olds.
1: You know one. (laughs) Um... Beep, beep, awkward. You know two of them. Okay, let's... Let's keep this clean. Baby <laughs> and flag. Go. Eighteen year olds a forty year old acting like eighteen year olds. Yeah. My point
0: is if you want something in life, you have to ask for it. And if that includes Valentine's Day recognition that's what you need to do.
1: 100%.
0: Stop walking around feeling angry and resentful when you have the power to change that. Mm-hmm. And if your partner really cares about you, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. but if your partner really cares about you and Valentine's Day is something you really enjoy, let them know, and I'm sure that they would love to make some you feel special on that day.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they would love to make you feel special. So what that all made me think of was in the office, mm-hmm. the Valentine's Day episode. I believe in season one, season two. Mm-hmm. Pam says that her and Roy are saving for the wedding, so she he told she told him not to get her anything too big. Right. But throughout the day, Phyllis was getting chocolates and flowers and that huge bear and ridiculous, ridiculous but yeah. Vance refrigeration. Really, he did he did it. He did it. He did it. And at the end of the night, Pam is so upset because Roy, who was the worst anyways, didn't get her anything. Right. What she really wanted was something. And it's not even
0: something. I mean, I can't speak for every woman on the face of the planet, but so I'm just going to stick to myself. It's not that I want something. It's that I want to be recognized as your number one sweetheart on that right. day. I want to feel like there is no one else on the planet that you would even consider looking at because all you can think about is how much you are in love
1: with me on that one day. Like really the best thing would just to be able to come home from work, have dinner be made or in the process of being made. Well, that's,
0: that's every day for me.
1: I don't need, I don't want that on just Valentine's day. I want that every single night. See, if my boo thing and I are both working, we don't got time. We're going to come home and do it together. Oh, that's sweet. Team effort, homie. Team effort. This is probably why I drink protein smoothies every night, because I hate cooking. Yeah, we, my mom, fun fact, doesn't go grocery shopping.
0: No, I have a food service and protein shakes. And if you can't make it from there, then you should move out and get a job and do your own thing.
1: And then she's like, "Why don't you have any money?" And it's like, "Because <laughs> I'm buying food." True. For my brother and myself. Oh, that's not true. Okay,
0: maybe once. <laughs> but I always throw you money. I just throw it at your face. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you're like, sh- "Where are you going?" "Skips, $5. Here you go. Bye. Have fun." <laughs> oh, can you also pick me something up? Thank you. Just $5? 20? 40? 70? 3 yeah I always 102
0: make, I the point is is I always make sure that they're t- very well taken
1: care of mm. and neither one of them are starving <laughs> I live in the dorms though so I have free food all the time it's awful it's not good for you and I'm not I'm gaining weight but it's okay so should we land this plane we definitely should it's been 32 minutes and I'm not okay okay <laughs> the last thing
0: I'd like to bring up today on this rewind episode Our first ever Rewind episode. Yes. Is that I went to see, and that's why we drink, podcast live show. And it was absolutely amazing.
1: You have to tell about how you got your front row seats.
0: Oh, yeah. So, if you have not already listened to, and that's why we drink, you absolutely should. 100%. Especially if you enjoy chaos yes organized funny chaos mm-hmm. true crime
1: mm-hmm.
0: paranormal mm-hmm. and lemons i'm not going to tell you about the lemons you have to you have to just listen
1: and the lemons
0: they came to our hometown yes for a, a podcast live and it happened to be on valentine's day yes so i took my friend who introduced me to the podcast right and it was absolutely incredible it was a It was the best Valentine's day I've ever had. Oh yeah. We went to a restaurant right next to the venue. Cute. Had an amazing dinner, beer. Oh yes. And then just walked into the venue. We didn't stand in line. We didn't have to deal with any of that BS. We just walked straight in. And usually what I would have done in the past is found the first two seats whether it was in the back, in the middle, whatever, the first two seats, and I would have sat down and just been content with those first two seats. This time, yes. thanks to a decade of work mm-hmm. on my self-esteem and my self-worth, I marched all the way up to the front where there were two seats in the front row, and I sat down. Good. This woman came over and she said, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you guys, but these are four vip ticket holders only
1: little did she know
0: little did she know that i was a vip ticket holder and i whipped out my tickets and said to her that's us we are them we is them and she it was so hilarious because she started screaming and clapping and yelling as if it was the first VIP people that she had seen the entire night. And her entire job was to kick people out of this section. And we just happened to be the first VIP people that she didn't have to kick uh, out. Yeah. Right? She's like, oh, thank God. Thank God. So she offered to bring us drinks. She said, you know, if there's anything I can do for you, please let us know. It was so fantastic. I felt like the goddess person that I am. Yeah. And my friend and I, just had the most incredible time. It was hilarious. I will say that when they first told us what they were going to talk about, mm-hmm. I was severely disappointed because I've heard this ghost story a thousand times. Oh yeah, you
1: have to tell me about it.
0: Yeah, I will tell you about it. It's a I, secret though. I still haven't, but I will. <laughs> so I was really disappointed, but within five minutes I was laughing so hard that I was crying and <laughs> I was so scared by the end that I was afraid to use the bathroom by myself. So it was a perfect, perfect podcast live. And then, of course, because of our VIP tickets, we were able to meet Christine and M, And they are as funny and kind and generous in person as they are on their podcast. And I was just thrilled.
1: That's so cool.
0: Yes. So, side, side, side note. Mm-hmm. I... I was able to celebrate Valentine's Day because I love Valentine's Day, and I wasn't wrapped up in the idea that I didn't have a partner to celebrate it with. Right. And i that's the other thing, is I think a lot of people get really wrapped up in the fact that they don't have a partner, mm-hmm. and so they hate Valentine's Day, whereas you can still love this day and celebrate it yeah, and not have a partner, which is what I did.
1: Yes. I worked on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Yes. It was super fun. I'm sorry. It's okay. I think I went...
0: With your age group, maybe um, St. Patrick's Day is more your speed. Yeah. I think I went to
1: my bigs house. Mm-hmm.
0: I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. So that is our uh, the conclusion of our very first Rewind episode. I would like to thank everybody who wrote in yes. comments, stories, concerns... So that we could share them with you guys. If you have comments, concerns, or stories that you would like to share for our future episodes, we, we will be doing more. We will be doing this again. And you can make those comments, concerns, or story shares on our um,
1: email. Yes, which, which
0: is Let's Adult Podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Our Facebook, which is Let's Adult. Or Facebook backslash Let's Adult. Right. Our Instagram, which is at Let's Adult Podcast. Right.
1: Twitter. We switch it up here. At Let's Let's Adult Adult Y'all. Let's Adult You All. No. No. Y'all. Y'all. Not you all, y'all. I really... I want to say you
0: all, but it's it's not. It's y'all. It's y'all. Let's Adult Y'all on Twitter. I'm still getting used to Twitter, so if I don't respond instantly, it's because I forgot to check it. And then, of course, this podcast would not be possible without our patrons. Yes. If you would like to become a patron, we are working on merch that is specifically only available to patrons. Woohoo! I know, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Um, and you can do that on our Patreon page, backslash let's adult. Beautiful. If you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out. Are you ready?
1: Let's do this.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Let's Adults.